This is Susan Wilbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, bright soul. Thank you so much for joining me on another podcast. And I wanted to start out with gratitude for all of you who have taken the time to leave me a review or donated money. I really, really appreciate that. And thank you for showing up and listening and being just a positive vessel on the planet. I really appreciate that. So we are getting ready for high school graduation. So we've been doing meetings and planning and all that stuff. So all of that is exciting. And I'll be honest with you, I hated high school. I hated it with a passion. And my daughter is a lot like me in that sense. And so you might relate to that. And it's really interesting because I actually graduated high school a year early and joined the military. So I went in the military when I was 17 because I couldn't wait to get away. (laughs) Part of it was because my home life was torturous. And the second part was I hated high school. I was more mature. I didn't want to drink and drug and do dumb stuff. I didn't want to do all those things. And chances are you might have felt like that too. Maybe not. Some of us come into this life at a later time, which I did at the time. I just, it didn't make sense to me. So I was always just a very logical person. And I'm not really at heart one that just goes along with the masses, which remove the M and there you have it. (laughs) I was always just like a logical thinker. And when I was in high school, I had no self-esteem. I grew up with no self-esteem and I didn't really know how to take care of myself or how to set healthy boundaries. I grew up in codependent and a lot of people with traumatic pasts or just dysfunctional pasts or upbringings, which most people have, you know, if your parents don't do healing work, if they're damaged and don't do their healing work, they tend to just repeat the patterns. So it takes someone to stand up and stop repeating that pattern. Thankfully for me, I did that. I did that with my daughter. So she doesn't have those dysfunctions from me. And I don't sit around and think, oh, I was a victim or how I was raised. My parents did the very best they could. I came in to break that pattern. And so this isn't a podcast about feeling sorry for yourself or, oh, woe is me. Because honestly, I can't stand that. (laughs) I really can't stand it. Because everyone's had dysfunction. And it doesn't come from a part of not being compassionate comes from a place of, okay, so now you're an adult, you're a grown up now. And you've had more time for me personally, I've been out of my parents house longer than I've been in it. So what have I done with that time to go within heal, and then make the world a better place help other people do the same. So that's just the way that I look at things. And that's how I live my life. So why I wanted to bring this up is so my daughter without her even realizing it. And part of it could be DNA. Part of it could be, you know, nature versus nurture. could be the way I raised her, could be just the way she came in. But she has a lot of the same experiences that I had growing up, not in terms of the dysfunction, but in terms of feeling like now that she's in high school, okay, she's more mature than everyone else. I'm not saying everyone, but in general, it drives her nuts because these kids, they're not on their feet. They don't have a handle on things. They don't even want to drive. I made my daughter drive. We were at the DMV when she turned 16, and I'm not kidding you, on her birthday. I'm like, you're going to drive because mother's tired of being a taxi. 
So I had already bought her a car. I'm like, we're doing this. And she was afraid, but I'm like, no, you have to. This is part of your independence. And you're going to understand what it takes to get you to all these activities and do all these things that you want to do because I'm tired of doing it as a single mom. And so now she's been driving, you know, for three years, longer than that because she had her permit. We were driving before that. Whoo, that was a scary... Oh man, that was so scary. I couldn't do it. I had to hire a professional driving lesson person to give her lessons because I, I couldn't do it. It was so bad. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, so thankfully we're past that. It's a funny memory now, but at the time, I mean, I would get out of the car shaking. I couldn't even pick up a drink. I'd be shaking so bad. <laughs> Anyway, um, so when I made her get the license, and she's been driving for a while now, now she's experiencing all the things that I was sharing with her about driving everyone everywhere and being exhausted from just driving. So she, in a sense, is a lot further along than children she's going to high school with. And there's a maturity thing because I have had conscious communication with her. She gets healings every month. She's been around this. I attuned her to Reiki when I was first learning because I can teach Reiki. I just choose not to. I don't even do Reiki anymore in my private practice. I moved on to pranic healing. So I always tell people, you know, I don't teach Reiki. I don't want to teach Reiki. Um, that was 12 years ago when I became a teacher and was doing it, but I don't want to do it anymore. But I said all that to say those attunements open up certain energy centers in your body. She had those when she was really young. So she's at a different level than conscious society, just like you and I, even as young as she is. Now, of course, she's still a teenager and does things, posts things and does things. And I'm like, I personally wouldn't do that, but I also respect her path. So I let her know, this is what I think about that, but I respect your decisions as a young adult. But because we have such a open communication we're so close she actually really values my opinion whereas when I was her age I couldn't stand my parents <laughs> I just could not stand them I was so ready to get out and away in fact I wasn't even homesick at all when I was in basic training and even at my first station you know my first base all of these people that I was in training with like they would be calling home and crying and they were so depressed and they were homesick I didn't experience any of that. I was so glad to be out and done. And my daughter's in the sense in that way, not, not from me getting away from me, but in high school, she's done. And what's interesting about that is I was telling her, so when I was her age and had no self-esteem, you know, I had dysfunctional, terrible childhood relationships that were just awful. And I knew at the time they were awful and we weren't a match but I just didn't have the self-esteem or the tools to make better choices. So after I did all my healing work and went through this path, and I'm, I'm telling you all this because I have a feeling you can relate on some level. <laughs> I have a feeling you can relate because a lot of us have very parallel stories. We really do. So fast forward all these years, what I have noticed, there's a pattern in my life where people from the past, whether it's friends or relationships, especially relationships, they circle back and come back. As if I'm the same person. I'm not. I don't live the same year over and over and over again. Each year is different because I'm different and I've changed and I'm growing. And when you are in a codependent pattern and you overgive because you want acceptance and 
you know, for those of us who are grown up in a very dysfunctional, where there was addiction or whatever was going on in the household, you learn to take care of yourself. And then you take care of others as a need for validation. And a lot of times when people say, oh, I'm an empath, which you probably are. I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. Like my daughter was born an empath. She came in the world extremely sensitive. I think a lot of us came in regular people who developed empathy through trauma. The trauma develops a super, you get a super set, a super skill of being able to read the room and read the emotions of people so that you can determine if it's safe for you to act. So, you know, if you're in a, in a household with someone who's like incredibly emotionally unstable, you're going to learn how to read their moods and their cues so that you can move and navigate safely, especially when you're a kid, because those are the people that are supposed to be taking care of you. So we develop these super traits, which is codependency, which we then say it's an empath, which now it's become an overused term, which for the public, it's an instant eye roll. When someone says, I'm an empath, you know, you just see the people collectively rolling their eyes. (laughs) Because it's become so overused, just like narcissism. I mean, if someone says one wrong thing, they're a narcissist. Okay, easy. Let's not let's not go there. Now, I'm not saying that we're not empathetic people. We probably are. I mean, I know I am, but I really do believe that I developed that early on as a coping mechanism. So codependency and empathy or empathic people, it's a real fine line. And it doesn't matter. I mean, you've got the skills now. And it's something you have to heal from. Just like codependency, you've got to learn something new. So I said all that to say, before I was on this healing journey and understanding what I was doing in relationships, I would date down. And I don't mean that as a put down. I mean, I would date people who were not giving as much as they were taking. They were takers. So I would date down because it would make me feel like I was helping, that I was contributing, that I was needed, that I was wanted. And it would validate me to help people. But you can't really partner with someone like that because then it becomes like they're your child and not your actual equal. And so in high school, I dated someone who had no work ethic. He was in trouble all the time. He went to like a juvenile detention center, um, had no respect for women. I mean, he was awful, awful. I wasn't even attracted to him. That's what's so funny. But I just didn't have... I had nothing. I didn't know who I was. And um, it's really funny because over the years, I can I can actually look at who I was in partnership with and track my healing journey <laughs> by the people <laughs> because you're going to attract what's in you. And what was in me was a deep unworthiness, feeling very unworthy and feeling as though I had to prove my worth because I was unworthy. So I would then align with partners and sometimes friends too that would show basically like pull out those characteristics and validate my very thoughts to myself so you know if I feel like I'm not worthy of anything unless I'm doing something for someone I will attract someone who does nothing and I do everything to then validate my belief that I'm not worthy unless I'm doing something for someone (laughs) so I had these very codependent unhealthy draining relationships for a really long time And what's really interesting is they always come back. They always come back. And I'm really honest, like, you know, and a lot of the stuff I don't even remember because that time in my life was such a blur. 
and they'll point things out like that was that was very significant to them and I just glaze over because I don't remember I don't remember because I was so numb and so damaged and the reason that they always come back there's a couple of reasons and it's been happening a lot we have the full moon planetary shifts it's coming up a lot in private sessions it's coming up a lot in friendships where they'll say oh such and such came back again And for me, I'm always really clear, like this one guy that I dated in high school, I am not interested in this guy at all. I really wasn't even all that interested in him in high school. (laughs) I just had no self-esteem. Think about how long ago that was. I mean, he's nowhere near my type. I wouldn't date him at all, not because I'm putting him down, but because we have nothing in common. We are not aligned at all. And so years ago, when my brother died and I visited home, I bumped into someone he had a baby with or a couple babies with. I don't even know. (laughs) And she got my phone number. She gave it to him and he reached out to me and he was acting like there was a chance for us to get back together. And I was so shocked by it because I had zero feelings for the guy and there's no way. Uh, And I had told him like, no, there's absolutely no way. I'm not interested in you at all. In fact, I'm in a relationship And, um, my brother had died and you knew my brother in high school. So I was just being friendly and, you know, willing to meet you for dinner, which he was late to. It was just, the whole thing's ridiculous. And he doesn't get it. (laughs) It's just craziness. And then, um, years go by and he runs into a friend of mine that I still talk to and asks my friend about me. And then is still trying to get at me. And then guys, the other day, He followed me on Instagram on my business page. I'm like, hey, buddy, let it go. But here's the thing. (laughs) It's not just him either. It's been many over the years. The reason why is because you were probably the brightest light in that person's life. And when people that are takers do not want to change, they're attracted to the light to get the light from somewhere else because they themselves don't want to do the inner work to brighten up their lives themselves. Now, I happen to know that this individual is exactly the way he was back in high school. Why? Because I have friends that I went to high school with that I still talk to, and they're confirming exactly what I can already see because I'm an energy healer and I'm clairvoyant and I can look that the man hasn't changed at all. And so there is literally nothing for us to talk about except for the past. And people that live in the past live there because they believe those were the best days of their lives. And it isn't going to get better. Have you ever noticed sometimes people sit adults, I used to be uh, married to one who just constantly retell stories from the past. It was exhausting. (laughs) I heard the same stories 4 billion times. And it was always about the glory years of some football game back, you know, when it, and it's okay to have those memories. But my thing was, is like, there was never anything present moment or future oriented. The reason is because people that live in the past live there because they believe those were the best days of their lives and that their best days are behind them and not in front of them. And when you think about it as a compassionate person that I know you are, it's really sad. Instead of looking toward the future or standing in the now to create new memories just as wonderful. They just have the memories in their mind to go back to and that's it. I'm not going to live like that. I don't want to live like that. It's depressing to live like that. It drives everyone around you nuts because you repeat yourself over and over 
and over. <laughs> and I'm not saying I don't retell the same stories because I know I do. But that particular instance when someone is just living in the past constantly and showing pictures from the past and talking about the past and only wants to be friends with people from the past so they can relive the past. Is that all you got? And that's what I'm talking about. And so I just wanted to share this with you because the reason that partners you're no longer in line with try to come back in, there's a couple of reasons. So I have a really good friend that is a pastor. He's a beautiful man of God, so filled with the Holy Spirit. And him and I talk regularly. And that's the way it should be, right? We all have different leaders or spiritual people that we align with. Some of us don't. We're just very open. But it's the same light, different lantern. And that's the way it should be. But he was sharing with me that when you're about to up-level, oftentimes um, it's the dark forces that don't want you to go to the next level that try to throw things at your past to see if they can knock you off course. That could be one reason. And I'm not saying that's not true. It probably It could be true. I think it is when you are up-leveling your vibration, Anything that is in your energy field must be emptied. So if there's any cords to the past, if there's any remnants of the past, any memories from the past that are negative or holding your back or any blocks, they start to be um, bubbling up in your auric field and then extracted for you to move to the next level. That's why sometimes when we cut energy cords, the person that was trying to feed off of you will instantly call you or text you. It happens all the time in private sessions, even on my YouTube channel. People will say they... They receive the healing, they play the healing and listen to cut cords. And then the person that they're trying to get away from contacts them or someone out of the blue instantly contacts them. Well, you know, that person was probably leeching off of your light. And so um, what I have found is that people over the years who don't do spiritual work, who aren't up leveling, who have stuck, stayed stuck in the same place, they have some kind of romanticized memory or vision of old me who is not even that person anymore. But I was codependent at that time, so I was overgiving. They wouldn't even like me now because my boundaries are so firm and strong, but they don't know that. <laughs> but they're grabbing on because that's the best they ever had. And I'm not saying that as an egotistical thing. I'm talking about vibrational alignment. When you are in, um, when you're dating down, you're not in alignment. You never feel good doing it, but we've all done it. And when you finally just decide, you know, this is not working. I deserve more than this. I'm giving. This person is not good for me. And you move on. The person that's not good for you is going to remember you because they know they weren't treating you right. And they know that you were the brightest thing probably they ever had. I mean, they might go on and get something else. They may. They may not. But that's the reason why. And so I'm bringing this up to you now because of all the conversations of people reaching out telling me, oh my gosh, this person from the past is, you know, coming back into my life or they're going to come back. You know, I know they're going to come back. Sometimes it's a test. Sometimes it's a test to say, are you ready to up-level your vibration? Are you ready to maintain the level that you've worked so hard to get at? Or are you going to let someone come in and start to leach and drain you again? Other times it's because you were the brightest light in their life, but they can't have it anymore. <laughs> so it's like, I get it, but that relationship was not healthy for me. It's probably good for you, but I'm not going to do that anymore. And as we're moving into a new earth and we're moving into this new dimension, it's really important not to get fixated on why, because I do that. It's amazing to me because I'll get a bunch of them at once. I'll suddenly get, 
emails and requests um, from a bunch of people at once. Like, oh, hey, how's it going? How have you been? I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't even want to talk to you. Does it matter? The past is the past for a reason. Go away. And I'm not ugly, but that's my energy. My energy is very strong. Like, I'm not going to provide false hope. I'm not going to entertain this. I am wanting to align with people who are going to be an equal match so that we can feed each other, propel each other. Sometimes, you know, in a relationship, you want to have a partner who can equally add to you the way you add to them. And you don't want to have someone who you're constantly feeding. And that's what I've had in the past, someone who won't do their work, but I'm constantly feeding them. I'm the one with the light. I'm the one that's healing. I'm the one that's doing everything. And they're just sitting there getting all the perks while I'm being drained. I know you relate to that. We're not going to do that anymore. So if they pop up, just know, oh, I'm up leveling. Go me. (laughs) I'm up leveling. And I know that I was probably the brightest light in their life. And they probably, either they will get inspired to get better or they won't. But you'll know by the context of them reaching out. You know, because I've had people before reach out and say, you know what, I really appreciate everything that you were to me or everything that you taught me and you've really inspired me and I think you're an awesome person. I just want you to be happy. Perfect. Great. Thank you. Thank you very much. I wish you well. Cut that cord and move on. But you know what I'm talking about. You're talking about the ones that, oh, hey, how's it going? I don't even respond to those. I'll cut it off. I'll block. I'll do all those things because again, as I've been saying over the past couple of weeks, my inner peace is the most important. There is nothing more important than that. And I got to keep my energy clean. I got to keep my vibe high so I can keep doing the work that I was sent here to do. And I wasn't sent here to be drained by people who don't want to do their own work. And I don't want to go living in the past. It's in the past for a reason. So with that, I would love to do a healing with you. If you want to uncross your arms and legs, I am going to cut cords like you wouldn't believe on this one. (laughs) I'm done with this. All these conversations I've been having about these people that pop up and my Lord, it's always the same story. Let me just tell you, it is always the same story because we are giving and loving and conscious people. And so no more. We are now going to align with loving and conscious people just like us. So you can just focus on your breathing and I will turn the healing on and I'm going to cut, cut, cut. (laughs) so just focus on your breathing while I'm working
And please just breathe. Okay, you can come back into your body. And please just drink some extra water and know that you aren't the only one going through this. And you'll get through it. Just be strong. It's probably a test. You're probably up leveling. But we know that the past is in the past for a reason. And you'll know the difference. Trust your intuition. You don't need to second guess anything. You'll know. You will absolutely know. So that's another thing. We are being called to stand in our worth, align with people who are at the same vibration. Boundaries are getting so clear, which has been such a beautiful thing to watch throughout all of this nonsense, really. But there's been good things that come out of it. So I'm really grateful for that. And honestly, I wish you a beautiful week. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for all your love and support. I really appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye.